0: Welcome back to the Life School Masterclass Show, a place where visionary leaders build a life and business legacy on purpose through mindset, branding, marketing, sales systems, and team so they can make an amazing impact and income and positively affect their communities worldwide. Ensure that you are sharing this show, you're subscribing, and you also are leaving us a review. So we can create more amazing content around those areas to help you level up to the next level and also bring amazing guest experts that can share their knowledge and expertise with you so that you can create amazing legacy. All right, Legacy Builders, welcome back to another show. I'm so excited to be back with you. Another amazing guest in conversation. And today we're going to talk about leverage of your content. I know this is a topic that's very near and dear to this audience. And I'm very excited to have another amazing expert on with us today. Another successful entrepreneur, uh, Greg Wasserman, and is going to enlighten us on some of the things that we could do uh, to leverage our time, uh, work smart and not hard in our companies, and leverage our content to build our amazing brand. So Greg, thank you so much for finding time to come on our show and looking forward to getting to know you and the amazing work that you're doing out there as well.
1: Thank you so much for having me and uh, looking forward to a great conversation and enlightening your audience. (laughs)
0: thank you so much for coming on i find that every show it's its own masterclass as people bring in such a unique perspective to the journey and i feel blessed every day to be able to do this so uh greg let's start with an intro uh introduction i I should say what are some of the uh, most meaningful moments in your journey that led you to the founding of your company or where you actually are today with the work you're doing
1: uh yeah so i mean um I started my career in the in media sales, so I've been working with brands and agencies for, you know, a couple uh, good over a decade. I moved into partnerships and seen the partnerships allows people to really come together, um, and it's through that that I've I found a love. I ran three podcast listening platforms, um, and that goes very close to partnerships and seeing community partnerships and podcasters. it's All about community. How do we come together and help people grow? Um, I was fortunate enough that the founders of cast magic found me. Um, and when they showed me this great tool, I'm like, wow, this is exactly what I've been trying to get podcasters to do. Um, so I've been on here since April and leading the charge and growth and community and partnerships.
0: I love that. Well, I, I, just, I have to ask you this question because we talk about community here a lot and, uh, you mentioned podcasting and you have so much experience in that. Uh, what is your personal purpose behind, um, why you think podcasting is great for community building i'd love to hear your thoughts regarding your perspective with that
1: um so my ethos is life is about time and relationships you never know where one conversation today will lead into the future no different than our conversation right here it's unscripted i have no clue where this is going to lead uh where the content will come out of this whose life it's going to impact um and who down the line may watch this in two years going like wow, I listen to Greg on this show. Um, and that's really what I love about podcasting is, is it creates the conversation, creates a, uh, an unknown. Um, but also podcasting is all about community in the sense that like I go on your show, you come on my show, we do cross promos. It's all about lifting each other up. Rising tide raises all boats. Um, where I've said in my unique experience, it's never been a, no, we can't work together. Um, I know many podcast networks while they're competing for dollars and competing for shows like they share knowledge they 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 coexist in, in a uh, community on that so uh, that's what I've loved about the podcast while. It truly mm-hmm. says community.
0: Well, that resonates a lot with our personal, uh, you know, values here at the at the life school as well, but also with uh, me personally, because I also agree that collaboration over competition any day. And we're in the age of authenticity, raw information coming from the heart, you know, sharing of our stories, sharing of our experiences, just unscripted, just kind of. Whatever comes out, um, I think it's definitely what uh, we are all looking for, because at the end of the day, we're looking for connection as human beings. And I know that podcasting and community does do that for us, that it's a it's a need for all of us, whether we're running companies or we're stay at home mom or whatever your life journey or vocation. I think we all have that in common for sure. Amazing. Well, let's dive into today's topic, uh, Greg. So um, how do we leverage our content? I know you specifically, um, you know, talked about video content, but we're, we're all creating content. is now here on the scene. So what are some of the things that you would like to share with us regarding being more efficient and productive with the content that we are actually creating so that we repurpose it so it could go uh, farther, further, further, expanding the reach and creating that impact that we all want from our content.
1: So if we um, if we start with the the podcast mindset and that's where Cast Magic started and we'll expand from there. But if you start with just podcasting, right? Uh, my whole thing is how do you consider yourself a brand? And as soon as you start acting like a brand instead of just a podcast, you become so much more. And so right now, here's a great example. We're recording this video so people can watch it You'll strip this down. People can listen to it. But what about the social promotion of it? What about blog, newsletters, title, uh, all these other components that allows you, the brain, to really live? So if you now take that with Beyond Jet Podcasting, with any audio, video recording, whether it's a coaching call, a meeting, uh, how do you extract the knowledge from it? As you can tell, I'm an external processor. I talk. We have an iOS app. So what I do is I literally speak my thoughts in there. It goes up into uh, the Class Magic platform, turns into a social post, and never have a problem having constant content that's out there So you as a person. Become a brand, and as a brand, you become a media company. And now you're able to take all these pieces, feed it with AI, and truly start not being overwhelmed of how do I do all these things? But you use technology as a solopreneur um, to literally build your brand in in a way well beyond just uh, downloads. Uh, or uh, um, well beyond coaching calls.
0: Yeah, I love that. But two questions that come to mind with that is the authenticity part, right? Because I think that's kind of where we're heading with the AI and all all the tools that are available, which are obviously amazing, uh, that we can actually, you know, create more content and, you know, record something once and be able to kind of adapt it for all these social media platforms and all the different places that we want to be visible because that's where the people want to help are. Um, so one of my concerns is the authentic part. And then the other thing is how do we adapt this content for all the different platforms that are out there? Because I know that's a concern for a lot of people. How would you, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Um, I mean, look, if we look at cast magic, it does it all for you. So it's taking your recording. So the authenticity, those words, when I record my thoughts, those are my words. All I'm doing is having cast magic, then create it as a LinkedIn post with my words. Cause if you ask me to write something, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a deer in headlights. I'm going to be frozen. Um, I'm like, hold on. I've got to write a tweet, th- a tweet thread. I got to write a LinkedIn post. I've got to do a blog a newsletter. It's overwhelming and I've got to figure out all the different styles for all those different formats. Take my words, take my recording and let the AI literally organize it as if it's supposed to be a LinkedIn thread. Your words in the format that's guided for that platform. Uh, That allows you now to literally go, phew, I breathe, relax. I got a tool that helps me. And I think you said a lot of your audience are solopreneurs. if you think about it, how's a solopreneur supposed to do all these things? Let's 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 use systems. Uh, a recent term I was just told is the networkpreneur. You always, if we go back to community, you're not a solopreneur. Solo means like I'm alone, but really, you've got tools that are helping you. You've got people that you can lean on. You're never truly alone. So if you leverage technology to help you, it literally allows you to do uh, so much more than what you're 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 capable of um, on your own.
0: Ah, Absolutely. I mean, so this is an app, so it repurposes your content and then does it automatically, you know, repurpose it for the different platforms and you can share it from there? Is that how it works? Did I get the the functionality part right?
1: From a functionality, take any audio video recording, load it in there, um, and it's going to create the content for you. And then from where you take that, you can copy and paste it. Uh, You can zap it. Uh, We've got a Zapier integration right now, but we'll continue to innovate. So uh, for the most part, um, you shouldn't have an, an issue on where that goes, um, but also it helps you go from staring at a blank page to great. It got me eighty percent of the way, maybe ninety percent of the way. Going back to your question about the human element, the authenticity, put your put your added edits on it. Right, it'll get you to start point. Now you don't have to think about how do I start this, and it'll literally get you going. So um, when I think about my story. I'm trying to get people to start thinking of themselves as a brand. And when you start thinking of yourself as a brand, you're supposed to be everywhere. Um, I'm not going to spend the time maybe listening to a 40-minute podcast, or maybe I'm not going to spend the time listening to a seminar. But what if you gave that to me in a succinct three-minute rundown? Well, that's going to take a lot of time for you to do in the first place, but now you're able to engage with me. So what I love about content repurposing is you're able to engage with an audience how they want to, going back to like a, um, thinking about as a student, right? Some people read, some people listen, some people are better at, at, at doing things, writing things. So now you've got an ability to really, truly reach a consumer in every possible way that, that they would want to be engaged with your content. And now your brand lives far beyond just that one dimension.
0: Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I'm a big uh, believer in in systems and processes. Anything that will save me time and and put me in those activities and, and focuses that... Uh, I can add the most value um, and I can automate anything automatable, you know, if if there's amazing people uh, like you that have found these tools for people, I absolutely embrace them because at the end of the day, um, I love that this is also authentic. It is your own content, right? Because I know with GPT there's some discussions around uh, some of that, but yeah, it's your own content, you're recording it, and just like anything, you know, you grab people where they are, you meet them where they are, I should say, uh, wherever your audience is, and someone, you know, Just takes a a two minute clip and listens to what you have to say, or has time to do a whole podcast. I mean, you meet people they are because your audiences are, um, have different, you know, demographic needs versus, you know, depending on what platform obviously they're listening to you on. So, absolutely amazing. Well, I love to talk about brand because I know you mentioned that many times and. Uh, we're all about building a legacy brand here and content, of course, building an all like can trust with offering value and being of service is why we actually create our content so that we are serving, we're helping and, you know, visibility. We want people to, we, to know that I exist. I'm here. I have a problem that I can solve for you, right? So uh, what are your thoughts on long-term brand building and legacy building? Um, you know, what does it take to really build a successful brand, content wise and even deeper if you have some other thoughts that I think would add a lot of value in this. Uh,
1: what's the saying? If you improve 1% every day at the end of 365 days, you've improved a lot more, right? So if you think about that, brand building is literally, how do I just keep building day by day? Just move forward, take those steps forward, action is going to create, uh, um, acti- or activity is going to create action. You have to do it. So. If you're going out there and truly thinking about the brand that you're building, you're thinking long-term, it goes back to my, my ethos. Life is about time and relationships. I don't know where a conversation today is going to take me, but I know having these conversations today will take me further in the future because I'm a connector. The more conversations I'm able to have, the more people I'm able to learn, the future I can connect them. Maybe we can't work together now, but in the future we can. So if you think about building your brand, play the long game, which is also why I love the content game. If I record this now, I have no clue where this will take me in the future. So if I'm thinking, well, I only got 100 downloads now or 1,000 downloads or whatever the metric that you are, are concerned about, but that doesn't actually measure the impact of what that true conversation really has. So if you think about it from your brand, have the conversations, be open, be curious, write those blogs, write those newsletters, and know that that content will live on. It helps you from an SEO standpoint. It helps you just to can engage with people. There's so many stories of people that started a podcast and three years later, because of a blog post they wrote, a company found them and they created a partnership. You never would have thought that would happen, but if you have the open and growth mindset that that can happen, then I'm doing these steps one by one to grow myself as a brand then those things will hopefully catapult you. And then the last side of that is invest in yourself, treat yourself like a brand. If you treat yourself like a hobby, then you're not gonna get the results you really want. But if you're dedicated, if you use tools to help you, if you think about things long-term and you invest in yourself and go, this is an investment, then you're gonna see the payoff.
0: I love that. Yeah, commitment is the name of the game. Consistency and just uh, being patient. Being patient because all these brands that we know, like and trust and love, obviously they've had their journey of evolution and growth, right? But they believed in what they're doing. They evolved. They innovated, and you know they're they're still around, or maybe not, right? And there's there's lessons to learn from those that are not as well. So um, love that. Well, Greg, as you're mentioning that. Um, some, another question I think will be of high interest came up for me um, as far as what a lot of people talk about or even think about brand building and content creation, this game of quantity versus quality. And I know you touched upon that a little bit with the relationship part. Um, it's so easy to kind of get carried away with the number of likes, of views, of followers. And uh, how do we shift our mindset to focus more on the quant- the quality aspect? Because just like you said, I believe in the same um, philosophy, even when I just had nobody on my audience, like five people, and they were my family, uh, I thought of the same thing, that even if one person watches this and I created positive impact with one thing that maybe I could help them with, then, you know, mission completed uh, back to that video or live that I did, that I only had like five views, for example, the beginning. So, you know, what are your thoughts in this whole argument uh, that's in people's minds, the, the volume versus the we'll quality aspect of our content creation and our engagement.
1: Um, I mean, I guess you can say uh, you could go a couple ways on this, right? Like um, if I only have five views, are those at least the right five views that matter? So are we paying attention to uh, who we're talking to and who's engaging with us? And so if you're thinking about your business, um, if if you said if you told someone, I only have five clients, Someone could go like, wow, you're, you're small. Like That's nothing. But if those clients are each paying you $500,000, mm-hmm. it's the other details behind that that really matter. So if you're like, well, I'm only getting 200 downloads for my podcast. Um, I've only got four clients. Well, what are those details beyond that? So if you can start thinking of who's engaging, is it the right person that's engaging? So 200 downloads, but I'm speaking to highly successful CEOs at Fortune 500 companies. Well, 200 out of 500, I'd say your statistics on on being able to reach that. So if you can get your mind out of just downloads on just views and actually start thinking about your audience and to the other side of that is stop thinking about one metric downloads, likes, um, LinkedIn uh, uh, um, views, whatever the case may be, and start looking at it as what's your collective. So if I add all those numbers up and I'm able to say I'm reaching all these different consumers in A, different modalities, but also there's maybe overlap, am I reaching the right people? Am I getting the business that I want out of this? Uh, So if I'm like, I need more coaching calls, how do I go ahead and get more coaching uh, clients? Well, are you using all the the tools at your disposal to kind of get you that? So um, play the long game and think about less about the metrics. What is the work you're doing? Are you consistent? And if you are consistent and you're putting the work in, things will pay off.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I love the way you also uh, share the perspective of, uh, you know, is it the right person that you want to reach? Because as much as we want to help the entire world, (laughs) you know, uh, we, we, we should be very clear on the people that we actually can solve a big, big problem for. So, um, Rather than focus on those vanity metrics, focus on the the, the service. What is the problem that the, the people that you want to serve have and create content around that. And I always say the best content is when you hear it from the mouth of the people that you want to serve, right? Because that's how you know that uh, those are the topics that are top of mind and uh, you are relatable. And uh, of course, you're going to Uh, have that high impact impact with your content as well Um, another question i have for you greg and of course did i tell you this was going to be delightful (laughs) such an amazing conversation i want to thank you for everything that you're sharing with us um and we'll definitely um give the audience a chance to definitely upload um the the app that you mentioned and you have created are you actually the founder of the app i'm
1: not the founder i cannot take credit i i um Uh, LinkedIn is where I live. And so every Monday I post three podcasts that I think people should listen to. Um, the founders created, uh, cast magic because they have a podcast. I happen to have, uh, posted about their podcast and that's how we got connected. So once again, life is about time and relationships. You have no clue where a post tagging someone about their content, giving them feedback, which we all crave and want that connection, uh, will lead to a, a, either a business or opportunity or uh, a conversation engagement. So if you keep those things in mind, if you play that connection game, that's where it's gonna take you.
0: Well, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. A beautiful role model for collaboration, right? Cause you never know and uh, you can align with you know, someone else's idea or someone else's uh, community or product or service that absolutely aligns with you as well. I mean, this is the world we live in. So I love that. Um, my last question for you, Greg, is around the conversion part. I know there's a lot of people in my audience that are, you know, understanding that content is great. They're putting themselves out there. They're building a good audience. They have that clarity of, you know, the quality piece. Um, however, they might be missing the conversion piece. They're putting a lot of content, but how do we get now this the your audience to actually convert into actual clients or offers depending on what it is that they have going on what are your thoughts on that um
1: the the best way to look at that is what is your call to action on your content right so if i'm putting a content out there and people are engaging but they don't know that you're offering hey hire me or uh use my services or whatever the case may be like you see that happen all the time in businesses it's like well, I figured I just made the assumption, and we all know the the uh, the story on assumptions. But if you aren't clear in your messaging, clear on what you want, clear on your own why of what you're doing, um, it's going to be hard for other people. Uh, I believe AI is going to make us better communicators in some regards because of prompt engineering. So if I'm going in there to ChatGPT or Cast Magic and saying, "Write me X." and it gives you something, it's like, what is X? Like, what are you looking for? So if you are, are, are specific on, I'm a teacher, write a tone in a casual tone uh, with these four things, like now you are giving the direction. Think about that with your own business. Be clear on what you're doing, what you're writing, what your call to action is, and and who you're engaging with. If you're not doing all those things, then yeah, you're probably assuming that people should like, oh, I'm reading this person's content. Why aren't they coming to me as a client? Because they're just engaged with your content because they like your content, but you're not actually trying to offer a solution, provide something for them. So those are things you really have to make sure you're doing.
0: Wow, I love that. So it's back to the clarity of the call to action, or maybe your messaging is not you know uh, relating or creating that urgency enough you know, for, for people, or maybe the people that are looking or watching or consuming your content don't have that need for now, right? So it's all those different pieces that uh, I think are are there as components. But I love that you said clarity of your call to action, because just like anything, messaging is very, very powerful and important. So um, amazing, amazing stuff. And What's I'll there?
1: add one more thing to that, if, if you may. Um, especially on the solopreneur side, we struggle with asking for things, right? So um, we, we undersell our, our services, we, uh, we overwork um, in order to prove our value. So if you have in the mindset that you are worth it, you can charge what you want, you can ask for the prices you want, and it's better to have someone say, no, this is too expensive, or no, this isn't what I need. The maybe is the gray area. So it's better to get the yes and no instead of just a maybe. It's like, ah, what do I do with that maybe? They said, no, then great. They're not the right person for you. Once again, qualification is the key thing. So if you're looking for, how do I get more clients? Be comfortable with asking, be comfortable with putting yourself out there. Um, you are worth it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A lot of mindset stuff is there and there as well. And I could so highly agree with that because that's the day-to-day work I do. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, um, we, we need to believe in, in the result that we're actually able to provide and price accordingly to that transformation for sure and remove our personal <laughs> feelings out of the equation. Um, well, Greg, I really want to thank you. We've actually reached the end of our interview. It was been a beautiful, heartfelt conversation with just, you know, conversation, just intuitive questions and intuitive uh, information that you also shared on your end. So I really appreciate you, your time and all the amazing work you're doing out there in the world. And where is it that actually people can continue this conversation with you and find out more resources on past magic and also a final message to leave our audience with?
1: So I live on LinkedIn. Uh, you'll look at my header. It literally says life is about time and relationships. Um, connect. I, I don't know where our conversation is going to go. Reach out. Let me know that you listen to this. Um, and we'll have a conversation, uh, engage with my content, and um, that's probably the best way to do it.
0: All right, thank you so much. So yeah, it's the LinkedIn profile right underneath, and is there a link for the Cast Magic if people wanna try it out?
1: Uh, Yeah, I I believe I sent that to you, but uh, castmagic.io is also uh, where you can go. Um, I lead our community, so we've got a Slack community of over a thousand people. I uh, leader onboarding so I'll train you how to do it um, and make sure you get set up successfully
0: all right well I'm gonna definitely go check out that um, uh, that amazing um, uh, tool that you you have um, collaborated with and you are spreading out the message around uh, with us. Um, And definitely do so as well. And I will include the link in the show notes. So you'll have it right then and there. Greg, thank you so much. Much success to you. Um, Thank you guys. Thank you again for everything you shared. And I will see you actually next time with another amazing guest and conversation Uh, and just an intuitive conversation, just like we had with Greg today. And you know where to also subscribe and actually share our show on all our social media profiles and also on our uh, podcast platforms. Have a great, amazing rest of your day. Bye everybody. I want to share with you the four books that would change your life personally and professionally. So the first book is connecting the dots backwards, one of the books I've written, that will help you connect the dots between your past, your present, and your future life vision, you will find topics in there around marketing, sales, spirituality, relationships, all the areas that you need to be fulfilled as a human being. The second book that I've written, which is a journal, accompanies the Connecting with the Dads book. And this journal will help you apply the information that you learn in the book into a journal. It has self-guided questions that you can go uh, through and into to get the clarity that you need to discover your values, your vision and your mission. This is a journal attaching um, the book as well. And then Purpose Driven Entrepreneurship is my latest book where I have included my legacy framework in building legacy businesses, everything from mindset, branding, marketing, sales, systems, and team. And I have connected all the dots between all those areas so that you have the fundamentals that you need to build a truly legacy empire and then my latest creation is the focus on purpose planner for increased productivity and efficiency where i have included a framework around your productivity where you can plan ahead uh, work on purpose and leave amazing impact on the planet with your work. You can find any of my books on the website below, elonaloparicoaching.com books, and definitely grab your copy. Let me know, leave me a review on Amazon and let me know how this book has impacted you and changed your life.